Today's noisy digital first world is a challenging one for business owners. How do you get more people to know you, trust you, and to respect your brand? How do you stay front of mind with your target audience, as well as talked about in a positive way in the marketplace? The answer is public relations, but not as you know it. Get ready to unlock the potential of your business through the power of PR, content, and digital communications. Get ready to become your own PR machine. My name is Trevor Young. Great to have your company. Now, in today's show, we're going to go deep, 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 deep into owned media. Now, what do I mean by owned media? Well, we're looking at that uh, that media you own and control. Uh, for example, your blog, email newsletter, a, uh, a, a video series, uh, you know, could be on YouTube, but also housed on your blog, uh, podcast, live stream show, and and you know we're talking about a uh, control, and that's that's the key about owning your own media channel. Um, in the previous episode, number two, I unpacked what I call my marketing communications pyramid, and this showed uh, all the elements uh, of the mar- all the marketing communications elements and where I see them fitting in the big picture, and and my whole um, theory is around building your base of communications. Um, and that's part of the PR remit, owned, earned, and social media. And and so what we're talking about here is right at the base of the pyramid, uh, we have owned media and social media. And these are things we can, you know, work on 365 days of the year. And they make a lot of our other uh, marketing channels work a lot harder, our paid media, for example. So today we're going to just look at the owned media side. Uh, yes, it's in lockstep with social media. They're, they're inextricably linked, but we'll look at social media from a PR uh, perspective in another episode. So uh, we're looking at owned media from a PR perspective. Now, why I like owned media, those channels that you own and control uh, is there's a number of reasons why. Number one is it's visibility. It's great visibility that over a period of time, you can demonstrate you know what you're talking about. You're putting your ideas, your expertise, you're sharing your knowledge, uh, your experience, your wisdom um, across these channels, and people can always go back and check you out. So, um, you know, visibility, yes, you'll be sharing on your social media channels, um, but you can also um, you can also have other people sharing that content and linking to it, uh, that side of thing. So visibility is, is a tick. It's always a challenge to to get your content out there, your longer form content. And what we're talking about here on owned media is longer form content. Um, so that's that's something to be aware of, and 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 it can also be a bit of an ideas lab as well, because over time your voice, you know, your your voice out in the marketplace will change. You'll jump onto new issues, um, new topics. Uh, if you're probably you know pushing the boundaries of thought a little bit, like in a in a thought leadership positioning, um, you know, you're going to be exploring ideas. In public and and doing it th- um, through owned media channels is a good way of doing that. Um, the other good thing with owned media and, and uh, long form content generally is that you can repurpose it. So uh, yes, we can just say here's here's my latest article and bang it out, or here's my latest podcast episode and share that on social channels and hopefully other people like it and share it too. Um, but Really, in really, what we need to be doing is breaking that podcast episode down, for example, or breaking that video down into a you know a sub 
60-second or a 30-second uh, video um, that we can then share across social channels as well. So long-form content uh, can be repurposed beautifully and um, and think of those as the digital breadcrumbs that lead people back to your main channels. And um, control, I think, is really um, something we really need to consider. You know, how many people, how many brands, how many companies, um, how many, um, you know, big-time personalities got burnt on, on Facebook, for example, in the early days? Um, I know a number of companies and they built... Uh, really big, um, solid followings on on Facebook in the early days, uh, only to have Facebook change the rules and squeeze the algorithm. So, uh, you know, one minute, 50% of their followers are getting their content and the next, you know, it's a couple of percent of people are getting their content. So, you know, we don't want to be fighting the algorithm all the time. Yes, we have to use social media. Some of us have to use it more than others. Um, but it, it's something that we have to contend with. But you don't want, as the as a lot of the digital gurus will say, don't build um, don't build your house on rented land. And rented land in this instance is Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we've seen how Twitter's changed the rules, and and um, you know LinkedIn's changing their algorithm all the time. So we don't want to be beholden to the social channels, is what I'm trying to say. And if we own and control our own channels, well, that gives us a great sense of. Uh, confidence and purpose moving forward. So, you know, if you've got an email newsletter and you're uh, you're building that email list over a good period of years, and you're developing, you know, um, this sense of connection with your with your readers, with your email subscribers, and you're growing that, you own that that list. Um, so, no one can, you know, Mark Zuckerberg can't take that away from you. So, control is good and. One other point that I make often, and a lot of people, a lot of people don't in the content marketing world, is validation. Um, your your content that stands there, your blog, your podcast, your videos, um, your newsletter, um, it, it all serves as a point of validation um, for your readers, listeners, um, and who might be. Journalists, they might be other podcasters looking for looking for people to interview. They might be prospective uh, clients and customers. But you know what it's like today. We we we're going to check someone out. We might get referred. Um, you know, people might hear about our business through word of mouth. Um, you know, someone may have recommended us. But people are going to check you out. They're going to they're going to go to your website. They're going to go to your blog. They'll go to your social channels as well. And what will they find? Will they subscribe to your podcast? Will they subscribe to your newsletter? And just check you out for a little while to make sure that you are the the, the person for them uh, who can help them with their, their problem or all their issue and you could, you know, um, serve, be of use to, to them, uh, particularly in B2B more so than anything. B2B is incredibly important in that regard. Okay, so I want to um, just provide you with a, a concept that's been percolating in my mind. And this is about we're now, you know, I've always talked about now we can build our own media channel, and I, I, I certainly believe that. But I now it's so integrated, it's kind of like we build our own media network. Um, and let me um, use uh, a, an analogy with the BBC, uh, the British uh, Broadcasting Corporation, um, to... Uh, put a point, uh, put across this point. Okay, so this is a, the analogy is, um, say you've got a, a blog, for example, and you know your, all your content's housed on it and 
and that's your your go to. That's where you want people to go to and subscribe and sign up. And uh, you've got your blog. That's your BBC One. Now BBC One is is the flagship for BBC. But as uh, particularly if you uh, live in the United Kingdom, you'll know that there's a lot of BBC channels. And so there's also BBC Two, there's also BBC Three, and then there are other even more niche channels, BBC Parliament, BBC News, which is you know news and current affairs. Uh, BBC Parliament is obviously parliamentary uh, coverage. Uh, BBC Lifestyle. So think of it this way, BBC One, your flagship, could be your blog. And, and for a lot of you, you might only want one owned media channel. So to start with, um, you know, try and do everything. But I do know others that once they, they get in and they dominate, you know, their, their little owned media part of the world, then they extend outwards. So, you know, it, it's, it's not unheard of to, uh, to start with a, a podcast and make that a video podcast. Uh, which then becomes a YouTube channel, uh, putting it all on your blog and also uh, taking the audio and doing it as a podcast. Um, but a lot of a lot of you might only say, look, I only want to do an email newsletter. I don't actually want to, you know, do a blog or, or whatever. I just want one place where all, all that is housed. Well, then, you know, that's your BBC One. But think of your blog probably. I, I'm still a big believer in, in a blog. Now, you can be a blogger. And you can, you know, write weekly or fortnightly articles and get them out there. And and you are a writer, and we see that often. Uh, now, you know, bloggers are also putting out an email newsletter often. Um, but the other point is, um, you know, a, a blog is also a, a can be quite a dynamic uh, content hub where you can put your podcasts and your videos as well. Okay, so your B, your blog is BBC One. Think of BBC Two as your podcast. Think of BBC Three as your newsletter. So that's how that would work. But then you've got BBC Parliament, which could be Twitter, BBC News, which could be LinkedIn, and BBC Lifestyle could be um, Instagram, for example. So when we look at, um, when we can look at all our channels in a holistic way, it's, it's interesting to, which is our platform, really, our aggregated audience across all of those channels. It's a really interesting way to, to look, to step back and look at uh, how our, our channel strategy is rolling out. But at the key, there's no BBC Parliament or BBC News without the flagship. So my message is let's get a flagship going and then you might have a you know, some secondary owned media channels. So again, a newsletter, um, an email newsletter, and maybe a podcast. And then your other more specialty channels will be your social media channels. Uh, because, you know, let's face it, what you're putting on, if you've got an audience who's on TikTok, uh, what you put on TikTok is going to be different than what you put on LinkedIn, for example. So a lot of those social channels might have different audiences, different content strategies. And uh, I think that that's something we need to be aware of. Um, again, depending on what your business is, but it's something there could be some nuance between all the channels. So that's the media network. And it's it's kind of, um, it's a concept, I think, that, you know, once once it sort of comes to you and you look, I, I do like the BBC uh, one, two, and three, and Parliament news and lifestyle type um, scenarios. I think that that uh, is is a pretty good analogy of of how we can structure, obviously in a in a much smaller way, uh, our own media network. And 
It's the way we look at it. We're not just doing a podcast. We're creating a media network. And, and that's, that's what I want to get across is that we are the media proprietor now and we should think like a media proprietor. Alrighty, a couple of things that I've also looked at over the journey by way of, uh, I guess, breaking down content. I kind of call them content groups um, or content mediums. Um, you know, we've got our own media channels. So what do we put on those own media channels? And I think that one thing that we should be looking at is particularly for, if we're going to use YouTube, um, we're going to use a podcast, for example, even an, an email newsletter or a live stream show, we need to think episodic. Um, I think when we do owned media well, it's, it's in episodes um, and, and re- I used to call it recurring sub-branded properties, um, media properties, because um, sometimes that's how people will find you. They'll find you through your podcast. They'll find you, you know, your podcast got a different name or your email newsletter's got a certain name. Um, it might be different to your business, for example. People find that however they find it. They subscribe to that, um, to that show. And that might be the doorway into your into your world, into your business. So think episodic shows when we're talking about owned media. And this is content that is going to follow a certain theme and uh, is is certainly published on a regular basis. If you're doing a YouTube series, then you and and you want to really build your email, uh, your YouTube um, channel and show, um, you've got to you know be doing it once a week. Um, sometimes people are doing more than once a week, but you've got to be regular with it at to build an audience. And that's what we're trying to do here. We're media proprietors. We want to build an audience. Now, again, when I say YouTube, you don't own the YouTube channel, but you know all the videos you put on YouTube, you can replicate uh, on your blog as well. So your video channel continues. But but really, you know, if you're in, big into video, you've got to. Um, you know, use YouTube uh, where the biggest audience is. Um, you might have, a, you know, a theme series of blog posts or it might be, um, you know, a digital magazine you're creating or a magazine-like uh, newsletter. Uh, again, we want people to subscribe. We're building an audience. So um, for your own, those, those core-owned media channels, uh, consider them their recurring sub-branded media properties. They've got their own name. They've got their own audience. And... And we're, we're creating episodic shows. Now, with me, I've now got two podcasts. So I've got this one, Become Your Own PR Machine, and I've got a long-running one um, on another channel. <laughs> uh, it's another channel. It's called Reputation Revolution. There's over 270 episodes. And and so I have um, two shows running on on, on a podca- on the, my podcast network, as it were. And so, you know, this is this is where we can break things down and say, well, okay, this is interesting. How can we break it down further, think like a media proprietor and all the good reasons why from a PR perspective, we want to be creating content and owning our own channel and becoming our own uh, media proprietor and, and creating content that's of interest and relevance for our desired target audience groups. It's content that's, you know, going to entertain, is going to inspire, educate, inform, you know, all of those things. And, of course, they're just ongoing uh, topics and issues that we will cover here on the podcast. So um, in terms of the other content mediums 
in this regard. So I've got recurring sub-branded uh, media properties, which I think uh, all, all businesses should have one, I, I, I believe, anyway, if you're serious about getting deep into this space. Um, then we have uh, your day-to-day -day presence content, uh, which is this is the, the content that fills the pipes of, of all your, uh, mainly your social channels. So these are more your LinkedIn micro stories and your sharing of curated links and bite-sized videos. I know we've delved, <laughs> I take, I said we're going to delve into social media uh, in another episode, but you know, you can see how they, they just link together. I just want to sort of highlight this content mediums um, a framework. So recurring sub-branded media properties, day-to-day -day presence content. So that's really for your social channels, um, your more niche, your BBC uh, lifestyle type channels. And then we have, I'm going to put this uh, in here as well. It's called uh, premium signature content. Now this is one-off content. Um, not everyone's going to, to do this, but if you're in a, in a, I guess in a professional services or a service-based business, or you're in the not, you know, a knowledge-based um, company. Uh, this area is not too bad. So we've got recurring sub-branded properties. We've got day-to-day -day presence content for socials, um, and then we have premium signature content. So think one-off content efforts that deliver strong uh, premium, hence the name, value. So this is your flag in the ground content and it has to have perceived value. So it could be a, a white paper, an ebook, a special report, um, a standalone video series that people have to sign up for, uh, webinars, uh, tutorials, online tutorials. These can be one-off or, and I know some bigger companies that might do a quarterly webinar, for example, or an annual report. Um, Richard Vanderblom, for example, who is a, a, a real gun in LinkedIn, and he really puts a lot of effort around the LinkedIn algorithm. Richard Vanderblom, if you can follow him on, on LinkedIn, he's definitely worth uh, following on LinkedIn, but also checking out his annual LinkedIn algorithm report. So that to me is premium signature content. It, it's something that it goes viral. Uh, he gets, you know, tens and tens of thousands of downloads. It gets him uh, noticed um, and grows his channel, his, his LinkedIn following. Uh, it's, it uh, gets him interviewed on other podcasts. Um, so that's, that's what I call premium signature content. So that's kind of in addition, you know, to our main uh, podcast or our main uh, YouTube channel or whatever. There might be some crossover, um, but at the end of the day is, um, you know, just wrapping up here, we wanted to think about our media network. We have our flagship. Uh, we might have a couple of other owned channels off the back of that. And then if you're going into social media, you'll have some more specialty channels as well. And that's a good way to look at you are now a media proprietor. Um, that's something that we need to, to embrace. Um, if we're going to go down owned media, it's great to just blog. But I think, you know, if you can develop a, an email newsletter that you can now get people's email addresses and deliver them value on a, a week or fortnightly basis, that's a great thing. Um, and, and think, you know, what's the episode for this week's podcast? What's the episode for this week's YouTube uh, video? What's the episode for this week's live stream show? What's the, what's the episode, in quotes, the topic for this week's newsletter? So um, this, is, this is how, um, you know, PR people think 
Um, PR is all about, you know, thinking like media, um, editorial exposure, uh, whether it's in our own channels or other people's channels. And remember what I said at the start, there's a lot of, you know, if journalists are out there looking for um, someone to quote or they're, they're um, you know, there are the podcasters out there looking for people, you know, really substantial um, and smart guests to interview on their podcasts, then they're going to check you out and they need to find you and you need to um, not tell the world how great you are. You need to show it through your content. Um, so we're wanting to build an audience um, and, and to grow our media network, uh, which we can refine and change over the over the journey, but really we're, we're trying to look at how, how can we look at this strategically. So that's owned media. It sits at the base of our marketing communications pyramid. They're, they're channels that we own and control. Um, your blog uh, is potentially could be a content hub. And even if you're doing video and audio, all of that runs through your blog. Uh, that's your BBC One. Um, you're probably wanting to run a, you know, a newsletter. And that could be, the newsletter could be articles from your blog, plus maybe some curated links and, you know, a little personal story. Um, your newsletter that people can sign up for. Uh, you know, a podcast, short run podcasts are good. Long form, long term podcasts are, uh, are probably even better. And uh, don't forget live streaming, which is a thing. We can live stream across all the channels and then we can archive the video on YouTube and then we can take that YouTube video and put it on our blog. So we've got it there in perpetuity. We can share that out through our email newsletter and we can chop it up into uh, bite-sized sub-60 second vertical videos that we then share across all our social media channels. So uh, boy, that rolled off the tongue pretty well. Um, but as you can see, there's a lot there. If you're going to take public relations, PR seriously, this is the base we're building. And, you know, when we go into the earned media side and we're wanting to talk to journalists, this owned media plays a massive, massive role. Because remember, we're trying to build visibility, influence and trust in the, in the marketplace. We want to stay front of mind. Uh, we want to, you know, um, ignite debate around certain issues. We want to lead the conversation, all of that sort of stuff. Owned media sits at the pinnacle of all that. It's, it's, it's central to everything else we want to do in a PR sense. That's it for today. Thank you very much uh, for listening. And I look forward to catching up with you in the next episode of uh, Become Your Own PR Machine podcast. And don't forget, if you want to sign up to the newsletter to be so we can tell you when these episodes go to air and also uh, other strategies, tips, um, uh, links to really cool stuff, um, sign up to a newsletter, becomeyourownprmachine.com. And if you're doing that uh, now, you will also get a copy of my an audio version of my book, uh, Content Marketing for PR. So until next time, cheers.